Hello and welcome to Mo Sports Podcasting. This is your host, Michael Moana. And today I have with me a special guest, one of my close friends, fellow teammate, fellow mule brother, Brooke Bowles. You may have heard the name before. MIAA Offensive Player of the Year this year. So many more accolades that I can't even think of at this at this moment, but how you doing today, Bulls? And just tell people how what you've been up to with your life. Oh, you know, I'm doing pretty solid. Um, obviously, you know, our season got a little sh- or got cut a little short than we had wanted to. So, you know, kind of just um, relaxing and kind of winding down from you know this the grind of this last football season. But doing well. Um, you know, ready to kind of get started in the next chapter of my life. How about yourself? And you know, just living life trying to graduate and everything so speaking of the next chapter of your life what uh what does that un well what does that encompass um you know just kind of kind of take the next couple weeks or so kind of you know rehab kind of get you know 100 percent from this last season um you know just been a little banged up obviously but that comes with you know the football season uh, but yeah uh gonna Gonna kind of get ready for you know uh, pro day here coming up. I don't know um, when exactly that'll be, um, but obviously gonna start training for that here soon. Kind of you know get started in the whole agent process, um, stuff like that. But kind of just gonna see where football's gonna take me. And uh, to piggyback on that, you spoke about having this uh, pro day coming up. So you're planning on going into or hopefully getting into some type of professional. As, or trying to be a professional athlete in the sport of football. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the whole um, you know mindset. That's the whole goal right now. Um, just trying to get picked up with pro team. Um, not really sure where that's going to be, but I'm just looking forward to whatever league um, you know wants me. And um, well, this uh, this is just going to get take us into our into my first topic. What do you think about college athletes being paid? Um, you know, I think personally that it's, you know, kind of a good idea. Um, you know, I've kind of been a college athlete here for the last like five or six years. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of see the grind, um, see what they go through and, you know, the hours they spend working on, you know, their craft and, you know, going to practices and watching film and doing off season training and stuff like that. You know, it does take up a big part of the day. Um, and I would say it would take up the same amount of time as, you know, a full-time job. Uh, so, you know, I feel like, you know, maybe it not be the most money or anything, but I feel like college athletes should get paid, at least compensated a little bit for some of their work that they're doing, you know, help pay bills, stuff like that, you know, even food to eat, especially in the case of D2 athletes. Yeah. And, uh, speaking on that, I know for a fact that division one and division two are completely different in how they handle scholarships for the fact that division one. If you're on a full ride, you don't have to pay anything besides maybe a plane ticket to whatever college or whatever university you're planning on attending. And for D2, that's a whole different as uh, that's a whole different thought because Division Two athletes they don't get all the luxuries of Division One. Like Division One, they get stipends, so they get paid every month, and they also get uh, well, they just get a lot more of the things like like gear 
everything. And then just for the fact that they're on TV a lot of time, that's why I, that's my main purpose of thinking that D2, D1 athletes need to get paid, but also D2 because we're also on TV sometimes. Like we may not be the, the headliners all the time, but people still come to D2 football football games and pay to watch us play. What would you what would your thought be on that? Um, well, I mean, you want to talk about like the food aspect too, with like um, they have training tables at D one. You know, it's basically a cafeteria for all the athletes. You know, we don't have that at the D two level. The D two level, we still have to pay for our meal plans. Um, you know, with our own money, or you know, if we got you know student loan money or anything like that. Like if we get a FAFSA, you know, we we pay for the you know meal plan with that. So and you know those aren't really that cheap either. So you know, it kind of kind of just all ties in together, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think that, you know, it's, it's definitely a big thing that if, you know, we could get paid, not necessarily paid a lot, but, you know, compensated for at least something, um, you know, we could, like I said, pay those bills, kind of, you know, get more food and stuff like that. Cause like we talked about D one level, they got stipends. That's, you know, money coming in every month, steady money. They don't even have to worry about. They could just spend it on whatever. Yeah. And then to, uh, to piggyback on that. There's a lot of things that Division One athletes are just blessed with automatically. Like, as soon as you step on campus, you get a bunch of free stuff. Mm-hmm. Division Two is, yeah, Division Two is is a lot different. You gotta you gotta really work for a lot of the stuff that you get. And for me, I personally think going from D1 to D2, I think D2 needs to get paid more, just for the fact that I know too many of my friends that are in D2 that have huge student loans, and I feel like if students are used for their likeliness, likeliness, if I said that correctly, why can't they be compensated for that? And I don't know. I mean, it may be a different a different time where like some of the old heads, they'll think, oh, yeah, you're going to school for free, all this other stuff. But then it's not really for free if you think about like our schedules. No, yeah, it's not. I mean... Like we talked about before, you know, you you do all this time prepping, you know, doing off-season training, doing, you know, in the case of football, we, you know, we have, obviously we have fall camp, which starts before school even starts. Obviously that's going right into our season, but then, you know, we got spring ball, stuff like that, you know, winter training. We get done with, um, you know, if we're, you know, if we're not fortunate enough to make the playoffs in football, we come back and do winter training. And that's right after, you know, Christmas break gets over, we're here at 7 a.m. doing you know, running and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it definitely takes up a lot of your time. Um, you know, you're getting up before classes, you know, coming back in between classes and then coming back again after classes to have practice and stuff. So you're always doing stuff no matter what. I mean, they say it a lot, but football's a year-round sport. I mean, you, you do all the training and stuff just to play for a season that's three months long. So I, I would definitely, you know, have to agree with you on that as well. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break and shouts out to our sponsor, Anchor, for making it very easy for me to spread spread the word on my first podcast ever. Thank you. And hello. Are you thinking about getting a new friend or maybe just adding a new member to the family? Well, what if I told you that your new friend is already waiting for you at your local animal shelter? Here are some quick facts about adoption. Most dogs entering shelters are still young. Out of all these dogs, one out of 10 never find a forever home. If you want a pet, why not adopt someone in need? 
we're back on. Welcome back to Mo Sports Podcast. This is your host, Michael Moana, and with me today we have Brooke Bowles, as you heard earlier. We're talking about a few topics specifically on college athletes. For this topic, we're going to talk about it's not on college athletes, it's just on athletes in general. Uh, So what do you think about transgender athletes getting more praise in the sports world nowadays? Um, You know, that's, you know, it's obviously a, you know, controversial, uh, you know, thing going on right now, especially in the sporting world. Uh, But, you know, in my opinion, I feel like it's just kind of a little bit unfair. You know, Um, you see a lot of these, um, you know, transgender male people turning, you know, transitioning into transition, transitional women people. And, you know, they're they're going from being fifth or sixth with the men's and then going and winning the women's. So I don't know. I feel like it's just kind of like a contradiction type thing. Um, and I don't know. I just feel like you just can't. I don't know. I, I just feel like it's not fair, honestly. So you can't kind of, you know, do it as much. I completely understand because I've, I've been reading on some of the, uh, these transgender stories and I don't know how I really feel about it. I don't want to, like, anger some people with my true feelings but like you said i think it's cheating because it's not fair for uh, a man to have a sex change and then he's a woman so he goes and competes with women because you still have all the characteristics of a male the strength size whatever it may be hormones. yeah hormones everything like that's just an unfair advantage for for men and just to just because you want to win like what that doesn't I feel like that doesn't show any credibility to you as an athlete if you have to get a sex change and be a different sex instead of just playing in the field that you already born. Yeah, there's a I mean, there was a uh, big controversial thing down in Texas the last few years. I don't know if you saw that or not with the, the wrestler um, that's transitional into a girl. Um, but I think like eighth or ninth grade, maybe the last couple of years, um, she's won the, uh, the state wrestling. Um, but yeah. So he's won state down there. Well, yeah, he's transitioning into a girl, um, in the girls wrestling and won the state wrestling down there the last like two or three years. That's the only fact. That's the only part I really don't get is like, you're in middle school still. Like, how do you know for sure that, I mean... It's just different, but I just find it, like, especially in that, like, I would not let my daughter get into a wrestling ring with a guy that thinks he's a, he's a female. That's just, I don't know. That's, that's my opinion on that. And we'll just leave it at that. So what, um, speaking on that, there's a, there was another story I read where a guy got in a sex change and he went and, and, uh, when he was racing for the men's, he had maybe gotten like fifth, sixth, like you said. But then as soon as he transitioned over, he's starting to break all these records for females and all that. And I'm like, well, of course you should be doing that because those are regular times for guys to do that. So it's like, I mean, I don't want to make it seem like I'm, I'm downplaying women's sports and all that. But women even know, too, that sports, when it comes to like physical things, there's a lot of things that men are just physically just made for and better for which sounds mean, but I mean, it I, is what I it is. What yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without sounding rude. I'm, I'm, I'm very pro, uh, pro LGBTQ and all them, but then it's just, there's so many other things that I just can't agree with from their, from their point of view. 
what do you see as the biggest problem with this? Um, I think, I mean, obviously, the, one of the main ones that people would think about is just, um, you know, co- maybe comfort level. Um, if they have to share locker rooms or stuff like that, um, especially in high school, um, kind of makes a big thing. But, I mean, nowadays you see um, the the bathroom signs that are, what, all sexes or whatever that it says, or all genders or um whatever it says but yeah so like i mean that might be one of the main problems um obviously is like if they have to share locker rooms you know some kids might have a weird comfort level with it um but uh, the big thing with me is just i like i said i think it's just unfair um i think it's kind of like cheating um especially if you're transitioning from a male sport to a female sport um and you're transitioning as that as a person um i think you just still have you know those hormones like we talked about and stuff like that so you know you're going to be more especially in the sport of like like i said with wrestling you're going to be more you know masculine more a little bit more you know have a little bit more muscle tone to yourself so i feel like it's still kind of unfair over in the overall aspect and to wrap things up what are some final words from mr brook bowls oh you know just living life just gonna have some fun here probably hang out with some of the guys um but yeah other than that just you know live life have fun you heard it here first thank you again for for coming down and spending some time with me and from everybody here at mo's podcast this is your host with the most michael moe